Welcome, everybody. My name is Joseph Vaughan from Zuma. Uh, our team works in the world of recruitment for data analytics and engineering exclusively for the Berlin region. Today's Data for Good podcast will explore the concept of data as a product. And to help me explore the topic further, I'm joined by Arta, Arta Yatsenko. Good afternoon, Arta. How's it going today? Hi, Joseph. Uh, thank you very much for the invitation. It's great uh, you know, to be part of this podcast and discuss this exciting topic as well. Um, yeah, thank you. It's, it's doing pretty well. It's going pretty well. Brilliant. Good to hear it. So for those across Berlin who don't know, Arta is Head of Product and Marketing Analytics at Urban Sports Club in Berlin. Arta, tell me, what's your story? You've been at high profile companies like Zalando, Delivery Hero, and, and now Urban Sports Club, but how did you first get into the world of data? Yeah, that's, uh, I think it's quite exciting. Also, thank you for the question. Uh, like for myself, it was, um, I mean, it, it was quite, you know, per chance, I guess, when somebody also got, got into the field uh, of some sorts. And uh, back in the time, I was working in the smaller startup. Uh, the company does not unfortunately exist anymore. And uh, at that point, we, we had uh, sort of like a need as well to, to report a lot of on our activities. Um, and uh, one of the first projects that I undertook was actually like building more of like reporting system for a lot of our revenue and, and sort of like traffic data uh, back then at the time. Um, it was really exciting, really a lot of tools, like new open source type of things. And that somehow that I got into data, like actually transitioning more from the sort of marketing background uh, to it. Uh, so it was quite exciting to explore something new. And uh, that's how it caught on. I mean, essentially went uh, further to other areas and industries as well. Mm. I'd suggest even a, a fairly linear path, given that marketing and advertising for a long time have uh, utilized data. And pretty exciting that you've come from the startup background. Again, the evolution of data from that reporting to more data analytics. Yeah, so you, you've probably seen it all and much more to come as well. I think, uh, yeah, that's also pretty exciting what the future holds uh, for the data, I think. Yeah. Great. Today, I'm really curious to get your expert perspectives on data as a product, where data storytelling fits into all of this. So my first question, data as a product, what is it? And, and in a nutshell, how can companies practically use their data as a product to help them gain tangible value? Yeah, thank you for this question. I think there's two ways that we can look under that angle. Um, the first one is really treating a lot of the uh, work of data teams as essentially as the product and thinking about long-term strategy and the roadmap as well of any deliverables, deliverables that they're doing as well. And uh, the second one is, and I think a lot of companies are doing this already, is definitely leveraging a lot of the data, not only for the insights, but for more continuous decision-making dependency. Um, so meaning that there could be any sort of like also machine learning models, anything that comes with that, that really informs a lot of the steps of the business processes like downstream. Um, mm -hmm. And then with, with the data teams actually producing this sort of like models that are being used in the live environment, like for the benefit of the customers. Um, there is actually various ways that we can uh, also look under that uh, for as data as the product and everything I think 
should be treated as the product uh, iteratively mm. as well to that extent. Mm. So e even your data team is a, essentially a product team and that product team fits into a, the wider organization that's totally focused mm -hmm. on the product and then instilling the uh, product-based processes as well. I like it. Great. So with that product mindset and treating data like the valuable commodity that it is, what makes data as a product interesting to you as a leader? Yeah, thank you for the question. I think, uh, like for me, is is also like creating a bit of. I mean, if I'll be honest, I think leverage with an organization because if you build this as a product and you also make sure that you know other colleagues of your, the internal stakeholders, are using this, you know, any other results of the model output. I mean, that that also gives you um, sort of a lot of credibility. I think in a way for the team that uh, people actually understand that the data should be treated as a, you know as a commodity, as you said, right? And uh, there's a lot of value to that. Uh, I think a lot of companies, uh, you know, still we also have to make, I think this to the better extent that we leverage a lot of the data that we generate and sit on. And essentially, rather than sitting on that, like turning that into the value. And by by having this like product approach, um, like people within an organization can, can also relate to that uh, more easily uh, to the value of the data since they see the impact and how they can apply that in the everyday processes. Um, mm. So I think that's that's somehow what is the most exciting part of that. Mm. The comments about data being the commodity, I, I fished out a, a stat or a fact from McKinsey that data-driven companies are 23 times more likely to acquire more customers and 19 times more likely to be profitable. And that is using that data-driven approach where data is the product. Interesting. So uh, for my next question, where does data storytelling, given it's so important in connecting uh, data teams with the organization, where does data storytelling fit into a business that treats data as a product? Yeah, that's, uh, I think it's a great question. Um, and I think that's something that really had been emerging as well for a while right now. Uh, like historically, perhaps a lot of teams, you know, were also like more of, of like data teams considered as more like service-based teams that the request comes in and uh, there's some information that is being retrieved given perhaps some recommendations, but mostly the product of that would be, let's say, dashboard. Then they like the end stakeholder need to make sense out of that, right? And interpret that. And I think with data storytelling is that at least what we are trying to do within within the data teams is is also involving a lot of the people like along the way in the problem statement and then the solution space as well, so we mm. can actually build a more coherent story. Like, why do we look into this? Um, so, why do we look into this segment of customers? How, let's say, we can you know improve that for for our business line. And I think the storytelling is the great approach because that that allows also teams to be more invested, like uh, also your mm -hmm. analytical teams and data teams, and also stakeholders to understand that, first of all, there's a lot of transformations that like coming along the way in order to, to make this like storytelling coherent. There's a lot of inconsistencies that they would not expect, um, of course, to happen as well with the data. Sometimes for them, it's it might be quite, 
I mean, they think that it's really obvious to get something and you know provide like in a way software report, but there's a lot of um, effort that is going into that as well. And essentially by by being um, you know part of that process and being part of that storytelling, like how is that benefiting the customers? How is that benefiting um, other teams as well? They can see the value more clearly and that paves the way to more also data informed decision and the data culture in, in general. Um, so I that's, I think, how, how we try to apply that. I see. So it, it, it sounds like a collaborative approach in that you build the problem or the, the setup, the problem and the solution together. And in turn, that creates a, an iterative approach so that when it goes well the first time, you can keep improving it and it's coherent because we do it each time members of the te- of both teams that are presenting and being presented to have an understanding okay fantastic i, I had a, another a bit of a curveball for you what do you consider to be best practices for data as a product yeah i think um that really depends on t- types of the information that you know the company operates with. I think I can give maybe a good example what could be used as a data product, and I've seen that also work in the past in some other organizations as well. Um, and l- let's take an example of the customer segmentation. So, okay. um, like, as a, as a wide use case as well, let's say for marketing teams, let's say to optimize a lot of the campaigns based on you know some parameters that we know about customer spend, um, sort of like lifetime value as well. And if we collect a lot of the information about the customers, we can actually productionalize that data, right? So we can make a product out of this. We can actually have information about every single potential customer ID that tells to which you know segment of high spend, low spend, middle spend segment they belong. And uh, as a product, like let's say hypothetical marketing team can then use and leverage this information to say, okay, so here we need to optimize for a certain channel. And they essentially would be also, uh, you know, involved in, you know, in working with this product and making sure that this product is up to date, the data is up to date on this, you know, given customer segment. They can always mm-hmm. rely on that when they come to some decisions with the campaigns. So I think this is how the one example, the, the data that we as organization also like collecting a lot and piling up could be used to productionalize that of sorts that other teams, other internal players, internal stakeholders can also apply to make their decisions. And that's how you get them hooked onto the the product uh, being used quite often. Mm -hmm. And generate recurring revenue and also generate uh, developmental revenue, if you like. I I think of the, uh, for the layman like me, I think of examples such as Spotify, Amazon, uh, Netflix, how you get recommendations and how you get targeted approach approaches that's all based on the data that these companies are are gathering from me and essentially i become the product absolutely and uh, i mean to be honest i think it's also like for me personally is one of the you know like the great selling points let's say tools like spotify for the recommendations because i cannot leave without recommendations that you know might discover weekly uh and uh, and that's that's definitely i think that the industry is moving towards right i mean to also uh, you know, like turning that, like, of course, internal like product side, but also like external for the customers that could potentially be marketed as well, right? Um, there is a lot of applications of that in the industry. And that's a really great example that you think right here. Mm. 
I, I've I've not used uh, Discover Weekly for a while. Actually, I, I've gone on to more uh, mood categories. But yeah, I should get back to that. Another example I can think about is actually when I pick up my iPhone in the morning in the bottom left-hand corner, the data that it's gathered from me, it knows what apps I want to be looking at in the morning, every morning, for example. I'm not sure if that's even tweaked at the weekends, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, scary to think. Exactly. Uh, yeah. My final question, Arta, and thanks so much so far for all the, the kind of uh, insights that you've given, particularly around uh, storytelling, as well as that whole um, data as a product concept. Thinking generally about storytelling specifically, what's your advice for junior professionals that they're coming into a, a new business or their first big tech business, for example, or even the first big, first small tech business what advice would you give to them if they're looking to develop their data storytelling skills so that they can connect with these uh, new customers internal customers yeah I, I think i think there's like two points to that uh like the first one is like definitely mining the audience because the audience is, is is also different it could be really uh, you know technical stakeholders it could be also more executive circle and you know, also as, as further as you go down the down the let's say to executive circle, the less information they need uh, to be provided, and you know, and then type of report or presentation or whatever you are working as well on. And um, and I think you know, just like thinking about the audiences as well, trying to get the feedback early and trying to test maybe small things on you know other type of you know people who work within your organization. I think the the biggest like maybe the best benchmark is to understand if people can can get what you're trying to convey without any context because the data mm. i mean data by by itself i mean it does exist right but it has to be put in context it has to be put in the storytelling uh, of sorts as well and um, i think the second principle is more of the sort of like data austerity uh, that we also try to to use and i try to use like also in my like mostly personal project then you know try to think is like what is that you absolutely necessary need if we're talking about the given visualization, an example to convey the message, that sometimes could be like overcrowded. There could be a lot of the elements that could, you know, steer you away from your past. I mean, of like getting getting the point across and uh, trying to be as lean as possible in 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 communication of this like visual elements as well. You know, getting this this point there loud and clear, having a lot of other evidence that could back it up as well, and trying to also follow the structured approach of of like this is the problem. This is how we solve that. This is the evidence number one, two, and three. And having, you know, just like three, four charts is already enough. I guess that's mm. how, um, you know, the, the actually professionals can build uh, something that's more leaner, easier to understand, less context involved, um, that caters to a lot of different audiences as well, often a specific audience in mind when they're communicating the results. I see. So I've taken from that, keep it lean, keep it simple, hopefully gather the confidence to gain feedback uh, from your user groups, uh, a little bit about what we talked earlier about being able to iterate your approach, all that stuff, Absolutely. gaining feedback is going to help with that in, in time and in turn. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I think that's all we've got time for today. I I sense now that storytelling is a topic that we could go much deeper into, especially giving advice uh, for newbies coming into that domain uh, and also advice for uh, companies who are looking to respond to data professionals who are going through a storytelling process. And then data as a product, that's a whole other world that we can go into uh, in much more detail. So thank you for, for giving us those snippets, those, uh, those touches on those topics. Um, if any job. viewers, awesome. If I'm thinking if any viewers or listeners have questions or, or feedback or, or even comments that they want, um, they can drop them in the comments section. Uh, you could reach out to, to me or Arta and uh, happy to follow up promptly. So thanks again, Arta, and thanks for anybody who's tuned in today. See you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.